All right, all right. Let's just dive into this because there's no other way I'm going to be able to do this. With all the hype that's surrounding Marvel's first female superhero, it's truly a shame that any form of proper criticism is going to be interpreted as sexist or narrow-minded, especially since that this is surely not the most constructive way to have a conversation, and it's not going to lead to any fruitful discussion regarding the industry or any movie in particular. With that in mind, Captain Marvel doesn't soar high enough to leave a memorable mark within the audience's mind. Though the narrative that it presents will surely mark a change in the entirety of the MCU. So what's Captain Marvel about? Well, it's about a former officer and Air Force test pilot, Carol Danvers, as she basically discovers and becomes the universe's most powerful hero when Earth is caught in the middle of a galactic war between two alien races, the Kree and the Skrulls. Danvers is a rebel, obviously, and not easily controlled, but through her journey, she finds her true self and the path to harness her incredible powers. Okay, so on one side, the narrative that's suggested sounds like a pretty exciting concept of, for a movie. It's filled with intrigue, epic battles, and intense suspenseful sequences. Or at least it should be. Yet what we are offered is a bland plotline that is not at all subtle, and never once engages enough for the audience to give a crap about any of the players within the frame. The film's biggest flaw is its core, Carol Danvers. And no, before you jump into any assumptions, it has nothing to do with the fact that Carol Danvers is a female. It's obvious that her character is a female, and that is not the problem. The problem is that the character is far from well-written. Her humor seems extremely forced, she has activist slugline dialogue, and it's spoken very robotically, and this literally hinders Brie Larson's performance. It's almost as if the writers decided to strip away the charm, the sass, and the power, and focus simply on brute strength. And my god, there's like 15 writers on this movie. That, that, that's more writers than a group of people trying to write a Beyonce song. This character is supposed to be known for her wit as much as her power, and instead she's exhibited punching her way through countless hordes of baddies and space shuttles. If the defense of this is, well, uh, male superheroes do it all the time, so why not a female superhero? The point is seriously being missed. Danvers should have been given more layers, more characteristics, and a much stronger and worthier character arc instead of this flat, uncharismatic arc without a proper evolution. No, no, no. The fact that all she has to do is break the metaphorical glass ceiling by ripping that little chip off her neck and destroy the patriarchy, that is not enough of an evolution. Okay, moving along, the surrounding characters are also not given anything of interest to play with. Nick Fury, played by Samuel L. Jackson, doesn't seem phased that shape-shifting aliens exist and want to take over the world, and it literally takes him one scene to be convinced that they're real. Agent Coulson, who's played by Clark Gregg, is immediately loyal to Fury without any justification or reasoning why, even though he is still a rookie, and this was a missed opportunity, in my opinion, to play with their dynamic. 
Talos, played by Ben Mendelsohn, who many have praised his performance, is literally a two-dimensional humanitarian mouthpiece that is also a piece of the larger narrative problem. The Marvel Cinematic Universe has gone down the revisionist route by choosing to place the Kree into the antagonistic, even villainous role, and the Skrulls as the victims of war and forced migration. Though in the comics, the Kree, Skrulls, and other galactic species are not absolute, but more or less on a gray spectrum between good and evil, the films have mostly placed the Kree on the extremist end, and until Captain Marvel, the Skrulls were also invaders. Now we are witnessing a revelation that the Skrulls are not terrorists, but refugees. A clear political parallel with our current global climate. Visually, the film does offer some entertaining sequences, yet Marvel films continue to struggle with CGI, as some moments are downright cartoony. Maybe collaborating with the folks from Lucasfilms and ILM could potentially help. The film's editing is sharp and tight, especially in relation to Danvers' fragmented mind. One moment that does stand out, though a moment that was also spoiled in the trailer, is the cross-cut sequence of Carol failing and standing up post-failing at different stages in her life. The most memorable and charming element in the entire film is a ginger cat by the name of Goose, who is revealed to be an alien species called Flurkin. Though the film was said to be a film of self-discovery and one that would shock as Captain America Winter Soldier did, it falls very short of being anything that intriguing. With Marvel Studios now pushing further into the realm of diversity, inclusivity, and being noble warrior heroes, it could end up with a similar fate as its comic book counterpart. At the end of the day, Captain Marvel's few entertaining sequences can't save it, from being the cliched, overly political, revisionist version of itself. If you've had the chance to check out Captain Marvel, and as always, I think you should, even if I personally didn't like a film, please let me know in your uh, DMs by DMing me on Instagram at almahana or on Twitter at alanmahana. You can also check out all of our episodes of Script to Screen on our website, www.scripttoscreenpod.com. Thank you guys for tuning in. And I'll see you next time.